And Jesus warns us in Luke chapter 14, and maybe if you're listening to this online this morning, maybe you've as yet uh, not come to faith in Christ. And Jesus encourages us, first of all, to count the cost. What it will cost us to follow Jesus. Luke chapter 14 and verse 26 says, If any man come after me, and hate not his father and mother and wife and children, and brethren and sisters, yea, in his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever, whosoever does not bear his cross and come, come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intendeth to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the costs, whether he is efficient to finish it? Lest happily after he has laid the foundation, and is not able to finish, all that behold it begin to mock him. Saying, this man began to build, and was not able to finish. There is a cost to following Jesus. I remember in my own life when I was 24 years of age, I, I grew up in a, in a, very much my mother was a Christian. I, I believe my mother was actually a Christian. She's been dead now many years. But my mother w- w- was a Christian from, her, from a childhood. That's one of the lovely things. Uh, she said actually she could hardly ever remember a time without Jesus in her life. Uh, her, a grandfather placed her, she said on her knee, on his knee, and taught her the gospel message. What a privilege to be brought up with a mother who knew the Lord and a father who was very good to me and took me to church and Sunday school and BB. But for myself, I remember those years, uh, especially from mid-teens on, starting to drift from, 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 from church and uh, the Bible class and the BB and finding myself running with the world in many ways. But God has a way of speaking to you. When I was 21 years of age, I'd come and I'd not glorify this in any way, but I'd come home from a night night of partying, basically, about three o'clock in the morning. I was 21. I had a good job. I was actually out with a pile of workmates. It was Christmas. Uh, We were staff. Somebody had paid for the dinner. Somebody had paid for the drinks. And I came home that night and, and I, 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 I um, went to bed as normal. I had three older brothers, but by that stage, I was actually a little late one, as they would say. My brothers had left home, so I was on my own with my mum and dad. And my dad, it was a really, really cold, freezing night. Uh, December 1981. And my dad had actually thawed out our front door. So cold a night it was before I had left earlier on the Friday evening. And this was now the early hours of the Saturday morning. And about half four in the morning, about an hour and a half after going to bed, I heard these screams. And I ran downstairs to find my father lying on our living room floor. I ran out into a very cold, snowy night. We had a nurse live next door and I tried to awaken her but I couldn't get her awakened at that time in the morning. I run across the street and a doctor actually lived across the street from us. And I managed to awaken the doctor. And the doctor came over to our home and examined my father. 
And he says, Stanley, I'm sorry, but your father is dead. And for the first time, really, and probably my life in many ways, I was faced with life and death. I'd had a couple of grandmothers who died, but I was was much younger, and they hadn't affected me in the same way as someone that you lived with, someone who, who you drove a car with. Someone whom you holidayed with. Someone who who was so close. And over that weekend I remember God starting to speak to me. About the things of Christ and the things of eternity. Maybe as you're listening to this this morning. Maybe God's been speaking to you. Just like he spoke to me or spoke to Abraham. Or, but he may be speaking to you in another way. But God speaks to us. And reminds us that this world is not our home. We are just passing through. Reminds us that life is very brief. I was looking out the the back window the other morning. About just after 7 o'clock. And there's lots of fields behind me. I I look into the village. As I look out my front window. uh, LME looks into the the village of Ahochel. Basically the the houses around us. But behind me. uh, Behind us. As fields and fields and fields going all the way to Portland Owen. And the other morning, as I looked, there was that deep, deep mist. Uh, the wall at the end of our little backyard or the rear of the yard is only about 30, 40 feet away. And, 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 and I looked, I could hardly see beyond it. The mist was so thick. And then about an hour later, I looked out the window, I was getting ready, I was going uh, to work. And I looked out about an hour later and the mist had started to vanish. Some of it was still there. And when I left the house at nine o'clock to head to Belfast, the mist had completely disappeared. The Bible in the book of James reminds us that our lives are like a mist. They appear, it says, for a short time. We're here for a short time and then we vanish But where do we vanish to? I was in the midst of that same life of, of, of Abraham in a way, of a God speaking to me, but I rejected the call. I was working and continued to keep working. I was, by the stage I was 24 years of age, a few years later, I was working in Belfast. And while I was working in Belfast, I was working in this place, I have to say this. I grew to really dislike the work. A lot of pressure in the work. And while there I left the work. And about ten days later a friend, Colt Mervyn. We had been uh, from school age, from eight years of age. We had grown up together. We had went to school together. We had worked actually in the same place together. We had played a pile of sport together. But about two years previous, Mervyn had come to faith in Christ. And that evening... Mervyn said to me, it was a Saturday evening, and he said to me, do you, do you, would you want to come to a youth meeting in a church? And I said, yeah, that, that's okay. I wasn't sure what to even do with life anymore. I'd had a really good job. I'd had to leave the job through pressure. The, the, the company car was gone. I'd even had a company car at the time. Everything seemed to be gone. Sometimes God takes so much out of your life. But he does it for a reason and a purpose. And for, the reason for me was 
That night I came to faith in Christ. The preacher that night just spoke about the things of God. And I said, would you want to come afterwards and and maybe hear something more? And I, I went afterwards and through a little book called Journey Into Life. Just explained the simple truth about myself as a sinner. Christ as a saviour. The Holy One. The only one who could die for my sins. But my need to turn in repentance. To turn from my sin. And to turn to faith in Christ. Christ. 